put me in the movies They're gonna make the big star out of me We'll make the film about a man that's sad and lonely And all I gotta do is act naturally you're listening to the Talk Art Podcast, where in indie filmmakers talk about what else movies, plus whatever else floats our boat that week. This week we have trailers to dissect, heading into the summer movie season. What looks good, what looks like hot garbage. And of course on a movie podcast we're going to talk about WrestleMania. All our fondest memories of the biggest event in sports entertainment. So let's kick it off. Here's your host, Alan Martin. Hey everybody! Welcome to another edition of Talk Hard, presented by Walk Softly Films. I think it's. I think last week I said it was our thirty-second edition, but I don't think that was quite true. I think this is our thirty-first, right? That's right, because I screw with the numbers, and we've yeah. done. We, <laughs> we've done two specials that we don't actually count. Is that what you did? We've done at least two specials. I think there there might be like four or five episodes that aren't numbered. So we're okay. at, we're actually on like probably our thirty-sixth episode or something. Like oh that. wow. Man, it's, most people inflate the numbers, but not you, buddy. No, that's right. You go, you round down. Yeah, I like to, like, uh, come from the world of comic books, so I just kind of mess with the numbers <laughs> every now and then. There you go. Well, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Our numbers for the sixth straight week have continued to grow, and that's 100% because of you all, so... We want to thank you for that. Um, Todd Sheen, MIA, as we speak, he's having some uh, technical issues, so he may join us later. But until then... Or so he says. So he says, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I believe him. Yeah. But... Uh, I don't know, yeah. I mean, blame it on the fine people at Apple is what he's doing. That's pretty, yeah. Just throwing jobs under the bus. Yeah. Um, but uh, Scott Stafford's here with me, all the way from Frankfort, Kentucky. Scott, my name is Alan Martin, by the way. I will take you on this journey. Um, but uh, I went to the theater and saw three three films this past week, which is a rarity Goodness. for me to do. Yeah, three of them. Burning through it. That's right. Oh, hold on. I saw a little icon pop up oh, down there. Oh, it's about to get good. Hello. There he is! With TV in the background. He's ready to go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> In all his glory, Todd Sheen joins us, everybody. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Todd, it's not my TV. Uh, it's it's somebody else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just coincidentally, we started hearing it when you come on. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Todd, we haven't gotten I mean, it's here, far, but we... Uh, okay. We, I was just saying to Scott that uh, I got the chance to go to the theater three times this past week and watch some watch some film. So I thought wow. we could talk about, to introduce ourselves, we could talk about a little bit of what we've seen lately, it's good, all, bad, or indifferent. It's almost like he, run, mm. like he hosts a movie pod or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, who goes to that many movies unless you're hosting <laughs> a movie pod? But, uh, okay, so I'll just start at the top. I think the first one I saw was Kong. Skull Island, Kong. and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, like it was a good monster movie. I thought it was a, like I thought the cast was a little overdone. 
Yeah. Um, Cause man, you had some good people in that that didn't really have a lot to do. Yeah. Uh, but John C. Riley was awesome. Um, he looked like he would probably steal it mm-hmm. from the yeah. trailer. Yeah. I thought so, so too. So good. Yeah. So good. Just playing just sort of an insane dude who's been stuck on Skull Island since World War II and his mind is kind of not there anymore. Really, really good. Um, did you all know that that was, I did not until recently, until after I saw it, but did you all know that that was going to be like in the line of the Godzilla movies and they're actually building up to uh, Godzilla versus King Kong? I'd heard some yeah. rumors, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, every everybody's you know everybody's trying to create their movie universes for the properties mm-hmm. they own you right know? and so that's why they made him absolutely gigantic huge yeah. yes yes so big yeah he could step on the empire straight state building now instead of climbing it um okay so that was the first one. Second one was beauty and the beast which i think todd you've also seen right i i did see that did you see it yet scott you panty wastes <laughs> no i haven't seen it yeah you jerk <laughs> uh i thought it was pretty good what'd you think todd I, I mean i liked it i just i mean if you've seen the animated movie spoilers you know what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah right yeah it just ruined it yeah 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 and we think, actually went and saw it off broadway in a play um in paducah when i took i took my wife to paducah to watch it in a like live action and that's tough to beat um, especially when you're sitting front row and they're like all the special effects and all that stuff are working perfectly watching it on stage. Right. Is tough to beat. But um, man, I thought it was, I thought it was a really good looking movie. Yeah. It, lo- it looked pretty good. I, you know, the beast didn't really do much for me. The face. Yeah. yeah I'm with you looked, on that. Yeah. It looked a little, it looks bad in the previews. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, they haven't fixed it since the previews. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. <laughs> let me also say this and, and let's let's just jump onto the controversy right right away. But I think it was a mistake by that director to come out and talk about the big uh gay scene that was gonna be in the movie mm-hmm. because it really wasn't that big. Like it was it was just kind of like a little gag that LeFou had at the very end and it was I think mm-hmm. he did himself a lot of disservice by building that thing up so much and getting people upset about it if they're going to be upset about it. I mean, right, wrong, or indifferent that it's in there, mm-hmm. he made it out to be it's going to be this huge thing, and it wasn't. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's a mistake. Maybe it's it was he, he would like it to be not as subtle as it was. You know, let's he, maybe almost let me let me break this door this Disney door down a little bit more than this is going to, you know, by making it a big deal. Knowing that there was something in it, I kept looking for it. Yeah. Like, and so that bumped me a little bit through the whole movie. And then also that like, you're a lot of people that are going to bring their kids to it are going to say, I don't want to expose my kids to that yet. So I'm not going to take them. Mm-hmm. It just seems to me like he did itself a, a, a bad deal on that. But anyway, I like the movie pretty well. Um, the last one I saw was life. Um, which was pretty much exactly what I thought it was going to be. Uh, it seems like they're, tr- they tried to recreate alien and it wasn't as good, but it was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. It had that. It had that. Um, and I mean, to come out two months before or a month and a half before the new Alien movie is kind of gutsy, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, Did you see uh, it? I haven't seen it. Yeah, um, I think you'd like it. It's pretty good. Like, good performances in the monster they create is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but 
uh yeah it just i mean it's not it's not going to hold up to the to alien or even aliens yeah well i mean it's yeah i mean that's that's the thing does it does it hold up for whatever it is is it entertaining and yeah and it was i enjoyed it so what about you guys you all seen anything since we talked last that's worth noting I watched some uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Netflix Ooh. that I thoroughly enjoyed uh, showed up there. Which ones? Or one? Watched Manos. Mm. Oh, the hands of fate. We started at the top. And, and uh, by the way, I'm a little confused at how they've got that ordered because it's like says episode one, two, three, four, and like the it just jumps all over the place as far as when those episodes hmm. were made. So it's kind of weird. Like they just kind of made up their own season or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we watched we watched Manos and uh, and the 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 daughter enjoyed it quite a bit. And uh, Torgo is <laughs> Torgo is pretty fantastic. Oh man! And there's a there's a good uh, making of kind of behind the scenes little on YouTube uh, about Manos that was that was enlightening. Oh yeah, especially Torgo. You, when you hear about what that guy did to walk like that, and then it really screwed him up for life. For the, for the wow. Rest of his, yeah, he, they had some kind of, uh, what was it? They like put some braces on his legs or something to so he would kind of walk with that freaky <laughs> gait. And it ended up like, really damaging his legs. Just like that. Yep. Because you, I mean, when you saw him walk, it was like, I think this is what it would sound like. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to watch that one. If you're starting from the top and going down, it's going to take you a while to get to my favorite uh, mm. that I've ever seen, Wolf. So, no, uh, see, I think it's on there, and that, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, the, yeah, yeah. The... But it's way down the list, though. It's like 18th. Or oh, something. okay, yeah. So I it'll gotcha. take you a little I while, gotcha. but uh, it's 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 worth treading. But you've never seen Manos. I don't think I've seen Manos. Oh no. man, you're in for it. I hadn't either, actually, before before that. Yeah. So yeah, it is it is fantastic. Yeah, my and the the, the story the story behind it's great too. I mean, yeah. it's almost as great as the it's almost as great as how ungreat the film is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's a it does have a uh, a uh, apocalypse now versus it's, right. Uh, it's behind the scenes. What was it? Heart of Darkness. They were, like lots of people think yeah, Heart, Heart of, of Darkness, Darkness is better than Apocalypse Now. Yeah, Torgo doesn't die unless I tell him to. <laughs> so, all right. Well, are you all ready to move on? I, I'm sad. Or, I'm or just, you got I'm anything? Sorry, to... I'm sorry to say, I, I, it feels like I watched something, and I, for what for the life of me, I just cannot. You're always watching something. Well, I've got something you, you need to watch, Todd. How about that? Uh. What what? I watched another I have got another VOD winner in my back pocket. Oh, uh, oh. Another Cusack, <laughs> another Cusack favorite? No Cusack. Uh this is uh-huh. this one is the uh the ones you always look forward to where you recognize nobody in it and mm. uh, it's called The Fiance. Mm. And it is fiance. a it is a Bigfoot picture and I know you love them. Mm. So, I love them all. So, I, I give uh, them all equal equal love. Holy moly is it bad. The fiance. So, when when you say that, I automatically get a vibe like the Bigfoot is is a, a part of the story, the, the <laughs> part of the transmission, but it's a love story. Is that what I'm? 
Uh, no, right? very no. Almost none of it. It's basically not a love story at all. Like maybe five percent, and all of that is in flashback. So it's yeah, it's not really a love story at all. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the the, sheesh, the script is just insanity. I mean, you'll just have to see it the mm. way the way this thing is constructed. Okay. If you watch oh. the fiance VOD, then you've kind of bucked your alphabetical order. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I worked my way, way down, on the, down list the list pretty well. Yeah. Well, so last week we <clears> ran <throat> a, or we talked a little bit about um, Keanu Reeves talking, redoing some Matrix stuff, doing maybe doing a fourth installment if the Wachowskis were involved, which uh, sparked Scott to put out a big Twitter poll because that's what I do. That's what he does. He likes the Twitter polls. He likes to put put those polls out there. <laughs> Always. Uh, so, Scott, I'll let you uh, I'll let you tell what the poll was, what the choices were, and then give us the results because I'm interested. I haven't seen them. Well, it made me think, you know, uh, with Keanu throwing out there that you know, it does if people would want to see a uh, Matrix sequel with him in it, I decided to ask the general public what uh, Keanu possible sequel they'd want to see the most. And and if you want to participate in these polls, just follow us at Walk Softly Films on Twitter. That's right. And so the the three choices I gave were a fourth Matrix, a third Bill and Ted movie. Mm. or Speed 2, and I didn't realize that, what, Todd? Speed 2 already exists. <laughs> With Jason Patrick, With Jason it does. Patrick. Yes. Yeah. And what, 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 what else could you subtitle Speed 2 other than Cruise Control? That's right. So I'm, I'm proud to announce, first of all, that 36 votes on this thing. Ooh. And, sp- mm. and Speed 2 did steal some, even though that shouldn't really count. <laughs> So, so we'll we'll th- oh man yeah great let's get it <laughs> we'll throw that out all right so that okay. stole seventeen percent so we've got we've got one is sixty four percent and one is nineteen percent which one oh. do you think the public wants to see Bill and Ted it is in fact Bill and Ted yeah mm. by a large I, wide margin yeah as much as I like the Matrix if I had to pick that's probably where I go <laughs> yeah me too that's <clears> what I'm going with I'm and surprised that, man. And it's been in the works for a while. Like supposedly they they had a script in the works. Uh, Keanu and uh, what's the other guy's name? Alex Winter. Yeah, Alex Winter. Yeah. Yep. He, who's a, Keanu who's a likes to tease that now and then. Yeah, yeah he does. Uh, I, yeah, I remember back. I think it was when uh, Conan was on regular TV is when they started talking about that. Because I remember a joke he had in his monologue was they're in talks for a Bill and Ted. Uh, part three, and nobody's happier about that news than Ted. <laughs> I think, I think, wasn't it originally they were? It was uh, Bill and Ted go to hell or something. It might I, think, I think they died and went to hell. They're going to follow Jason Voorhees down there. <laughs> well, they might. You never know. JV, JV needs some some company. All right. Well, yeah, Bill and Ted. I'm I'm with the people on that one. Bill and Ted 3, bring it on. Um, all right, well, let's do a new segment on the show, shall we? All right. I'm excited. And it's just because there's been like a flood of them in the last, I don't know, week to 10 days. But let's let's do a little segment we don't call Trailer Talk. Scott, you got any music you can put in for Trailer Talk? <laughs> we'll see. I'll, I'll try to drum something up there. <laughs> okay. 
Trailers for sale or rent. Rooms to let 50 cents. All right, trailer talk. Let's just, um, I've got them listed here. Let's just start at the top of the list if you all want. Trailer talk. Uh, let's start with the Justice League trailer that came was probably the first one of these that came out um <laughs> i i've i've listened to a few people that like dc that like the trailer mm. um james scott, gunn likes I, the trailer james gunn likes the trailer <laughs> scott you you and i aren't huge dc fans yeah. what did you think of the trailer uh i think they continue to you know the, one of the first things i notice is that dc movies always look more cinematic than marvel movies which it makes me a little upset. Yeah. Like, you know, they usually look better, you know, at first glance. Uh, it is still really dark though. Uh, the color, yeah. the color palette is, um, they try to get their jokes in. One of them actually may, gets a little bit of a chuckle out of me. I think, uh, one, one, like one or two of the bat flick, um, right. j- jokes. What are they? there's one where he's in the power of being rich. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. That's the one. Yeah, it's an like easy joke, too. but it's a good delivery. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I like that one. And but yeah, I'm, man, I'm really sick of the music for that thing. I know that. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. It looks like it, you know, it looks pretty crazy. And and uh, Aquaman sticks out to me. That's another thing that I notice is like you know, it very obviously like some type of uh, uh, as. Zach uh, Hubbard uh, noticed that it, it's like a mix between Thor and Drax, and like they just, you know, I, I can see, you know, borrowing from both of those and and trying to make him way cooler than Aquaman actually. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> actually yeah. is. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah, because he's like a blonde-headed Aryan or something in the <laughs> yeah. in the comics, right? Yeah, he's always been. Uh, you know, I guess they change him later on, but yeah, early on he was like very clean cut and. Yeah, wore his orange shirt and his green his paints. Sca- green scaly paints and yeah uh, yeah and just and and talk to fish and that was you know and and, and so he's classically been made up for years so now you're gonna try yeah. to turn him into this big uh, hulking ba who's like super strong and stuff and like and kind of maybe steal from Namor a little bit I don't know I thought they were trying to maybe go for him looking like uh, Neptune. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's got a Neptune feel to him. Yeah, Scott or Todd, yeah, did you watch? And by that, the... you mean King Neptune from uh, SpongeBob? Exactly. Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah, right. Yeah, did you watch it, Todd? The Justice. I League did. Show? And yeah. um, what'd you think? Let, well, let me just go ahead and say what maybe nobody else can say, and that it's horrible. <laughs> um, or maybe you don't. You know, you don't want to just. You don't want to jump in, or you don't want to cross the line. That's fine, but. I'm telling you, <laughs> when I when I saw the whatever the extended clip, I call it extended crap uh, <laughs> clip from Justice League, where he walks into the wharf and he's like, <laughs> or whatever it is he says, I don't yeah. know. It I, the one the word that comes to mind for everything from now that I look back on Man of Steel. Um, Batman versus Superman, and now this, this, this one, um, is forced. Yeah, everything seems forced. Yeah. Nothing seems natural. Everything seems like, oh my gosh, we're we're six years behind Avengers. We got to get this. 
it just I don't know. I yeah. I, I think Zack Snyder needs to stop. I think he <laughs> he and Michael Bay and Brett Ratner should should rent one of those submersible <laughs> and go check out the Titanic and then just go ahead and just live down there. Just stay down there. Find 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 a section of the Titanic that could still yeah. promote human life and and just stay down there and and tell your stories to each other cuz they they're probably really good stories in a limited limited group of yeah. people. So just stay there and do it all you want. I feel like we don't need any we yeah. don't need any more. I feel like Cyborg is going to be awful. And, that, the first note I have down here, Cyborg looks terrible. Yeah, and you don't know who he is at all. Like this is the no. first time you're going to see him, and they're and they're just full on throwing him into their Avengers, and and it's just kind of like I don't know, man. Yeah. When when they when they go, you know, when they when they did the because they've done what four four spots where they target each of the different characters, right? Mm-hmm. Like like solo spots. Why don't Why don't you just go ahead and take uh, that section of the Led Zeppelin song "Cashmere" and just play it through all of them, and do the same slow mo and <laughs> um, you know moody lighting. Just do that and just be done with it, okay? Just go there ahead. Go. We know that's what you want to do, so go ahead and do it, okay? <laughs> and then and then go and then go find the Titanic or go in the go in a reef somewhere, guys. Man, we've got cynical Sheen here with us tonight. Golly. I like it. Like I wasn't able to bring the wrath as much as I normally do against DC, and he's he's picked up the slack. He sure has, yeah. You know what? I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch um, Super Friends, uh, animated Aquaman in a lot in everybody else's live action. I'd rather see that guy in in a movie, and I would rather buy that. Than... Glick the Space Monkey has caught Robin. Cheating. <laughs> mm, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather see that than the uh, um, nuclear man mm. mashup that is that is Aquaman in this movie. Yeah, I'd all, I'd be all about a Super Friends movie. Oh heck this. yeah! Mm-hmm. Zan and Jaina. I'd, I'd sit and listen to Zan and Jaina before and I a, listen to yeah, and a space monkey. I mean, yeah, yeah, alone named Gleek. Yeah, I still they think the L. I still think I like Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah. I mean, if he's going to be murdery Batman and all that, then <laughs> right. I, I like him okay as that. And I do think Gal Gadot looks pretty good as Wonder Woman. Um, yeah. It, that's, 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 be, that's a tough that's thing to comment crap, on. Though. That's a tough <laughs> tough one to comment on, fellas. Yeah, you can say she <laughs> she fits the part. She really I mean, does. I mean, she's yeah. she's striking. I mean, it's, it, she, she stands out in that trailer. It's just like... It's, yeah. Yeah, it's like, wow. Like, that's, a, you know, there's something like... She does. She's she commands it. She yeah. does. I also put that, that her voice is seems... her voice might be as bad though as uh, that's true as she looks <laughs> as good as good as, as good. Uh, yeah as good of a match visually as she is for Wonder Woman. Her voice might be equally as bad. I'm not sure about it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might be right about that. Um, I also took a note that this thing seems like nonsense narratively. <laughs> yeah, like I could not tell what what point the trailer had to it other than just showing. Some superheroes doing some stuff. Yeah, they have to get together to stop whatever. And I guess like the only Something. the only sense that you get of what it is at all is like whatever Batman saw in his weird wacko, you know, uh, nightmare. 
uh, with yeah. flying bug people out of like what right. all that garbage was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just it's just all jumbled up nonsense. It seems like, and also don't know why they're trying to hide Superman from us in the trailer when he's on the movie poster. Yeah, yeah. like you go into IMDb. Cavill's in it. He's on the poster. We know he's going to be in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess you got to, you know, if that movie's going to have, you know, anything you going sh- for it, if they hadn't screwed it up, is, is bringing him back. But, I mean, you're bringing him back the very next movie, and yeah. it's going to, you know, it's going to stink. Are you, are you serious, Clark? Yeah, well, I'm serious. Uh-uh. So, I don't know. All right. Like, Because well. maybe if you show him in any of the parts he's in, it just makes it even more convoluted about what's going on here. Yeah, that's true. Well, if that is possible. Um, okay, so let's let's move on to happier things, things we like. <laughs> the, uh, the the second Spider-Man trailer uh, hit a couple of days ago. Um, you guys get a chance to check it out. I did. I did. Yeah, I, man, I, it's, it's keeping me excited. <laughs> I still it think wasn't... Marvel's the worst. Their trailers are <laughs> awful. <laughs> apart from apart from James Gun- James Gunn's trailers, like Marvel, yeah. Marvel can't make a trailer, and it's it's just always thoroughly blah for me. And this one was was more of the same. But Vulture looks great, and I'm excited about uh, I'm excited about our boy, um, yeah, Elroy, whose name I've R-D- forgotten. Rd. <laughs> okay. Rdj. Uh, Tom Holland. No, no. Keep guessing. Keep guessing because this is a good, good pod. Michael Keaton. That's the one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wonder if yeah, some of those lines in jokes about uh, Birdman. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I sure hope so. They, uh, one thing I don't like about the Marvel trailers is they they give away too much. They do. Like. That's exactly it. They give you yeah. a ton of story and tons of lines, and yeah, just yeah. I don't. I don't. Like and it would have been cool to watch the suit work. For the first time in the movie, yeah. like the 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 little um, Marty McFly shoes right. suit. Yeah, they gave that the away. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, and yeah, they and the you... spider tracer. They showed you he's going to be able to use the spider tracer and the the spider bombs. Well, they did that. And what's the and even it, the point of giving that away? I mean, save some yeah. stuff, man. That would be cool to watch it actually happen and like, oh yeah, the spider tracer. Um. The Captain America's fitness challenge cracked me up in part because it reminded me of uh, of Randall in Cannonball uh, <laughs> doing his ad for Swell. But just like I could see, like is that like a takeoff of the presidential fitness challenge that we had yeah, when we were kids? I think, think so. Yeah, it's kind of it was kind of awesome. I also heard somewhere that they decided not to put Jay Jonah in these movies. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't even want to try to get somebody to do it as well or better than like they knew J.K. Simmons set the bar so high it wasn't happening, right? From the old ones, so they just decided not to to write him in at all. Which is I completely agree with that call. Yeah, yeah, and I think he's he's game to do it too, and I guess they just don't want to cross other franchises with it or something but yeah maybe and but he and he's in the dc movie he's yeah. in justice league yeah, too so super jacked uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um okay here's an easter egg that i saw on twitter that I, I don't know if you all caught from the spider-man trailer um did you all notice there's no way you noticed if you noticed i'm thoroughly impressed uh but there's a license plate on the front of one of the cars on the uh on the ferry and 
it looks like it might be a little bit of a of a shout out to uh, the first appearance of Vulture in the Spider-Man comics because the license plate reads SM2-0563, which is Spider-Man issue number two. And May of 1963 is when it came out. And that was the first appearance of Vulture. So about that. Yeah, that's old news. <laughs> hey, hey, while you're while you're throwing that shout out, do you got somebody else you want to say something to? Yeah, he didn't. We, we we didn't watch any trailers, but shout out to Dolph Lundgren. I bet he's enjoyed <laughs> all these trailers. <laughs> I bet he did. The original <laughs> Punisher, boys and girls. That's right. The original Punisher. Oh, and we right. could, we could have done that because I watched a VOD movie with him in it too. So we could have. Oh, shout out to Dolph. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one where it don't kill it or whatever? Yes, I did watch Don't Kill It. Was it good? Uh, in a bad way, yeah. All, all right. right. Oh, man. That's all. That's, hey, you know, that's a, there you go, that. Dolph. <laughs> Feel the love. It's it's entertaining because it's bad. Yeah. You gotta like it then. <laughs> did you already know about the license plate, really? Uh, only because uh, somebody pointed it out on the oh, internet. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was kind of cool. Alan, um, it's, uh, I didn't know. Thank you, Todd. I didn't know, Alan. <laughs> thank, you, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, also, does it seem like Tony's going to be a huge D-bag? I sure hope so. In this, it it kind of does. Yeah, I hope not. I hope he's as charming as he can possibly be because they haven't let him be charming, yeah. you know, since Iron Man Two. So, you know, please. Let's get some jokes and stuff in there. I hope whoever's in charge, uh, you know, gets some comedy out of him. Yeah, he does have that really good sort of poignant line in the trailer. Um, if you're if you're nothing without this suit, you shouldn't have it. Like I think that that yeah. I think that kind of sets up what this movie's going to be, which is basically Spider Man trying to like basically ex- exploring who he is as a teenage superhero. I don't which think, is which yeah. is going to be cool. I don't think people are going to like reversing. The normal formula, though, because it looks like he, the third act of the movie, he's going to be in a hoodie and have yeah. a homemade suit. And, like, that's, you know, completely reversing what you normally do. And you end up in the good suit, and everybody's all excited about that. And I don't, I don't know how people are going to feel about uh, having the climax of the movie with uh, sweats on. It's, re- it's risky. It is a risky move. <laughs> and those welding goggles. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, all right, next trailer. Todd, you you sent uh, Scott and I a, a uh, email with this one in it. Uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Mm, um, yeah, and I think I think all three of us had a consensus of that. That's a good trailer. Mm-hmm. That movie yeah. looks very promising. Yeah, yeah. a fantastic yeah. vehicle for Francis. Yes, right. McDormand. Let, right now, let me let me uh, let me say. And I and I and I, and I hope I hope that's the case. Um, but the, here's here's a little horror story. And I watched a trailer a few years ago. I loved the trailer. I thought, man, there's no way this movie can't be just so good. Inherent Vice. Um, uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Inherent Vice had such a great trailer and made you yep. just want to immediately go watch the movie. And this is a home run. It's got to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, there's no, there's no doubt. PTA's mm-hmm. involved. It's got Joaquin, uh, and man, that you know, I'll be honest. That th- watching that movie, yeah, biggest would letdown. Be, it'd be like it'd be like stopping. 
it'd be like eating um, a big enchilada dinner in uh, Flagstaff, Arizona, and then getting on and then getting on the interstate and having to drive all night through to Boulder, Colorado, no stop. That's what it would be like. That's that's. <laughs> That's there what you got watching, it, ladies. That's what that's watching that's what watching inherent vice was like for me. Man, that's a heck of an analogy. The per, the peristaltic waves yeah. of pain and misery. Yeah. I thought honestly or, the exact same thought went through my head too. Not that one, but not the enchiladas. <laughs> yeah, not that one. But I did think the exact same thing Todd as uh, when I got done watching it was like, wow, that's a great trailer and that looks great and like it could be funny, but and then I thought and I did the very first thing that came to my mind was Inherent Vice and it was like and how I got duped on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not easily duped by trailers and Right. Yeah, I believe well, you that, can tell. Yeah. And and I think that you you said too, Scott, that uh, the Martin Martin McDonough is that how you say his name? Yeah, I think so. Martin McDonough or however, yeah. It has been semi disappointing in in some of the opportunities mm-hmm. he's gotten. Yeah, because I, I, I like I think I like Seven Psychopaths better than you did. Okay, um, but I didn't. I couldn't even finish in Bruges. Yeah, um, it was bad. I didn't either. I didn't finish it all the way. I got I got pretty close and then still didn't finish it because it was. Like people just you know talk about how great it is and uh, yeah you know, it's it's not it's not that you know it's it's fine but it wasn't holding me till the the end. The key yes. the key the key for this movie is it's got Frances McDormand and she's one of my favorite actresses. I think she's um, I think she's probably as strong as anybody out there. Glenn Close, mm-hmm. Meryl Streep, uh, because of because of. What she's done, I mean, if you watch, um, um, you know, especially Fargo, I mean, she was just incredible in Fargo, and she's just done, you know, Raising Arizona. I mean, she's done a lot with the Coens. I mean, she's married to right. one of them, so she has to. But, and I think that's what uh, this, that's the core of the matter, is that with uh, Inherent Vice and this one, they look like a great Coens movie. Yeah. Right. And exactly. I think, you know, it, you'd have to be fooling yourself to think that the, these two guys, PT Anderson and now Martin McDonough aren't trying to make their own Cohen's movie. And, you know, so right. they've at least been successful in being able to make a Cohen's trailer, but we'll see yeah. if, you know, the first one failed. We'll see if this one uh, can be, you know, match anything with what we kind of crave from, because, you know, the Cohen's when they do that sort of thing, just do it so well. And and when mm-hmm. you fall short of it, it, it it's glaring. Yeah. Um, so for anybody that doesn't know, Mark McDonough, what we're talking about, he directed those two movies. He's uh, this is his third feature, and um, in Bruges, uh, which highly rated, uh, certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, and then Seven Psychopaths also critically. Uh, he's a critical darling, and he's an indie prince. And uh, we I wrote about it on the website after Todd showed it to us, and so this is the third go round, and it it does look like the best of the three, but. Again, I'm gonna because uh, I'm I have to go in doubting it and mm-hmm. and thinking like this this it's fool's gold on this trailer because uh, you know having watched two movies from I I don't think anybody can take that great of a jump as like this trailer looks like. Mm. It's got a lot of good pieces in it, but Seven Psychopaths did too. Yeah. So uh, that's that scene they show in the trailer where Woody Harrelson gets the phone call and he's <laughs> like, "What? I'm eating my eat my GD Easter dinner." Mm-hmm. And then that look and oh sorry kids, <laughs> right yeah. 
Yeah, it's I'd, your Easter too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one part is is really funny. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm hopeful for it. But I'm kind of like you all. And also, just let me throw in this that I've never seen a Paul Thomas Anderson movie that I thought was even like <laughs> neutral as far as me enjoying it. I, I trudge through all of them, and I don't know why I do it to myself because I don't like anything he does. Yeah, I but, I do like blood. I don't know if I've seen that. Uh, it's not the name of the movie. I'm okay, sorry, my brain's it. not working, but that's there the best be I blood. can do. Thank there, you, Todd. Oh yeah, no, there will be blood. I, I watched that solely because you you all talked about it on your uh, other podcast, and I hated it too. So yeah, that's it was just that's it was miserable. That's strictly because of my whole thing with just being mesmerized uh, by Daniel Day Lewis, and yeah. so yeah, I love watching him in that movie. All right, next trailer. Are we ready? Yeah, yeah. Let's, move on. let's buzz ready. through these. All right. It came out with a trailer like yesterday from when we're taping this. Um, I loved that trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's Man, a that great thing trailer. was scary. <laughs> it, yeah, I will. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you this. I've, I've, I haven't seen a, I haven't seen a trailer for for a horror. Uh, in I'm trying to think, the last time I saw one that made me you know, gave me a quiver um, since this one, because honestly, the, and the best thing they did was not show too much of Pennywise yep. and do it just in fleeting glimpses. Right. And, uh, and, you know, we'll see if, we'll see if it remains that, you know, that, that they pull it off, you know, for the whole movie. But um, so far, I mean, they're, they're handling it right because yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to give, you know, you don't want him up there cracking jokes and stuff, yeah. you know, Freddy Krueger style. So you got to bring him in. But yeah, that, the, that scene where he rises out of the water and does some shimmy shake yeah, Antoine Walker thing and then goes, right. you know, goes toward him. That freaked me out. Yeah. It. And the, when he just <laughs> popped his head up out of the, out of the, the, uh, yeah. the drain of, and the street was, like right. that made I watched it with with my daughter and wife, and that made both of them like audibly yeah. gasp. Yeah. Um, so Scott over there scoffing. <laughs> What's up with that? What's up with you and your anti it? I don't know. Scoffs. I don't, it just didn't do anything to me whatsoever. I just like I, I totally get what you're saying. I totally get why people think <clears throat> this looks good, and and I think it does, but it just didn't have any effect on me. And I think I don't know. I feel like the first one just kind of stole any fear that I had, like because it was I was terrified <laughs> of Tim Curry in that first one, and mm-hmm. and seeing and those image that imagery, and it's it's just kind of like I don't know, I don't know for whatever reason, it just didn't. This one didn't have any effect on me, but not because I didn't think it looked good or anything like that. I just you know just like any type of visceral instinctual reaction i didn't you know didn't scare me or anything so yeah we'll see <laughs> we'll, we'll see mr tough guy all right um todd you sent another trailer to us today uh yeah for a movie called a ghost story yeah yeah um but what 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 got you on that one um well it it um it was accepted into Sundance earlier this year. And I guess the, just, just the, when I f- the first image I saw of it was a shot and it, and it may be the thumbnail, the trailer that you got sent to you. I don't know, but just a shot. It's like of a, it's like an abandoned building. Um, and there's just a guy with a, 
your stereotypical sheet over him with two black holes for eyes. Uh, and he's just standing there and it's just, and it's just simple font, a ghost story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just striking. It's just very striking. Uh, some of the, some of the imagery and the fact that they're doing, they're using this, you know, kind of silly looking, uh, ghost, you know, ghost persona of, I guess it's, um, Casey Affleck. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, kind of passing and coming back to visit his, uh, spoiler wife. alert, everybody. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? You watch the, the trailer and it's, it's a spoiler filled trailer, I guess. So. But hey, what happens in the third act? That's mm. that's the real question. But it's just got a it's got a nice <coughs> dark kind of look to it. Um, I like Casey Affleck. You know, I you know who who doesn't who doesn't like Casey Affleck? So you're the one. <laughs> I am the one. Um, no, I the the trailer looked good. Uh, I mean, like the look of it looked good. I just to me, it just rubbed me as like this. I'm, I'm, I, I will admit, I, I am uh, a little burnt by the witch, uh, being this big, uh, critically acclaimed darling from the film festival that it seems sort of in the same, maybe not the same vein, but um, like this, the same kind of comments are being said about <laughs> this movie that were said about the witch. And I hated the witch. And this sort of seemed like sort of an art housey something that I probably am not even going to understand what's going on. <laughs> Because right. I didn't in the trailer. Yeah, I think it's. I think you're right. I think it's going to be, um, you know, kind of a, you know, really kind of a mind mess with kind of flick. Uh, I, yeah, I saw it as like a like a smarter, uh, less you know action subtracted from it version of Ghost, basically. You know, something mm-hmm. like along those lines, and and you know, yeah. he's kind of forced to watch. Ugh. Life go on. I I I think I'm gonna like it. It looks. Uh, I think it looks gorgeous for one thing. And it does look really good. I feel like a lot of people are kicking themselves, thinking like, "Why didn't I do this? Like, you know, why didn't we think of this?" And I was yeah. a little bit because the yeah, the the ghost with the sheet thing comes off so well. It looks really good and yeah. yeah. You you take the simplistic and you create this really layered. Um, you know, mm-hmm. multi-layered uh, kind of character, and and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it could be good. Sometimes, some yeah, I think it's got potential. I, I just I wish I, I'll be honest. I, it's hard to look at Rooney Mara in anything because she's just always so miserable. <laughs> and I just like to see a smile from everybody in the world <laughs> every once in a while. That's all. Yeah. Next, I think the reason we can't use the the sheet in the um, with the eye holes cut out is because we've already put <laughs> Captain Clan in one of our movies, and it's a little too close to home. Yeah. Like we we can't we can't push that line too much further. Um, you just you can't just as long as you don't point as long as you don't point it, you know, the top there. I guess I guess that's the difference. If it's a rounded, it's a rounded kind of thing. Cannon, yeah, cannonball on DVD, everybody. Order. That's right. Order it Get up. your copy right. now. Boxofflyfilms.com. Captain Clan makes his first public appearance. Um, with, with, he's, with a villain. Bonus, he's a villain. Bonus, too, just, he's a villain, too. He's a bad guy, right? Bonus blooper reel. FOC, free of charge. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, okay, so last last thing we'll talk about in, 
trailer talk here is, is James Gunn. The, the trailer for Thor Ragnarok has not come out yet, but James Gunn saw it. <laughs> uh, I guess he's got some kind of inside with Marvel. I don't know. But uh, he saw it and said it was the best Marvel trailer he's ever seen. Not saying a lot. It's not, but the Guardians trailer was good. Yeah, it has to beat his own, and that's, yeah, those those three, the first Guardians, the second Guardians, and yeah. then this would be the yeah. third one that has a good trailer. So you think he's just like, you think he's being humble there, or do you think that he is he is becoming <laughs> super hyperbolic? He's, he is, he definitely lives in the world of hyperbole a little bit. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. He's yeah. very enthusiastic. He did. He, he did like uh, Justice League, right? He do, He did like did that trailer. That? Yes, he exactly. did. Exactly. Exactly. Woof. Woof. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Scott, you were talking about the 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 uh, speaking of James Gunn, you were talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy two Ultimate Ticket. Yeah. Uh, Regal Regal has something going on. What is that? So yeah, I want to know if you all okay. So Regal is apparently selling a ticket to where you can go to Guardians of the Galaxy two as many times as you want while it's in theaters, um, and so you pay one fee and then this ticket, you know, as much as you want. You go every day if you want, or all all day every day. A uh, hundred bucks. Whoa! Is there any movie that's worth Whoa. that for you all? Hmm. Let's Not see. if I have to drive to a Regal Cinema to watch. <laughs> right. Let's say it's next door. Right. Say the right Regal Cinema is next door. Next door. Okay. Uh, average ticket, probably 15 bucks, right? Yeah. So you're talking, you can go see it. To get your money's worth out of it, you have to go see it, what, seven times? Six, six, point, six and a half times. Yeah, so seven to actually save money. Yeah. No, there's no way. <laughs> There's nothing I would go to the movie seven times to see. Yeah, no, that's just, it has to be like targeting the people who just want to, like, they're such big fans that they want to have be able to say they've got the ultimate ticket for Guardians of the Galaxy 2, right? Have to. And and it looks like uh, the cassette, like the one of the awesome mix cassettes. Mm. The, the, it's like a, it's like a card. Yeah, no, I can't, no, I can't think of anything. What's, what's the most, um, What's the movie you went to see the most in theaters, and how many times did you go see it? Oh, good question. Hmm. I'm sure Todd, yours is Titanic. How many times did you go see it? <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say no on that. Oh, okay. Uh, I saw it once. Remember, because I I had to urinate at hour <laughs> one and had to sit there for two hours straining two. my probably probably taking years off my life just so I could say I sat through that. Big waterlogged <laughs> mess. Oh man, I saw it more than um, once. Well, I, I can't, I can't, I can't think for you, Scott. Uh-huh. I can't make those decisions. I saw Avengers a lot. Yeah, I, I know that. That's regrettable, right? <laughs> yeah, it is at this oh, point. Oh yeah. <laughs> I saw the original Bad News Bears. <laughs> Wow. No kidding. I saw it at least, I'm going to say, and this isn't a lot, but I mean, for me, it was a lot. Uh, I'm going to say I saw it probably five or six times. That's a lot, man. Especially yeah. for Bad News Bears. I would have never imagined in a hundred years. Yeah. Um, the the original Bad News Bears is... The Mathow edition? Yes. Yes, it's Buttermaker. 
is a it is an awesome comedy. It's hilarious. It's got such a gritty feel to it. Uh, we probably should we should probably visit that revisit that. Honestly, it's really good. Benny Tatum O'Neill's awesome. Benny must have been into it. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, we were able to go. I think I went with my sister. She would have been sixteen. I was uh, ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had it. Here's the thing. I had a chance to go see The Omen with my grandmother because my grandmother was babysitting us. So she said, well, I'm going to go see the Omen, uh, impressionable children. You want to come with me? And we were like, well, can we go and just go see Bad News Bears? So my sister and I went to see Bad News Bears. I think my brother went with my grandmother to watch the Omen. So I gave up watching uh, the Omen at, as t- at 10 years old so I could watch the Bad News Bears for like the fifth or sixth time. Wow. Man. Grandma and is I do, going to and see I do the it, omen. And I'd do it again. I'd do it again. <laughs> it's a peek, a peek into the Sheen soul right there. That's right. I, I mean, it's kind of a cliche at this point, though. Who hasn't seen the omen with their grandmother? <laughs> right. Well, it, yeah, it, it's it's like, yeah, well, you know, say something else that we never hear. <laughs> right. 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 But I think mine might be even a further stretch than that. I think I saw four times in the theater, What About Bob? <laughs> Ooh! Yeah, yep. Wow. So I think that one I saw four times, and I think I saw Speed three or four times. Those would be my top two. (laughs) What about Cruise Control? How many times? No, wasn't Speed two, but I did see Speed one. You you had to have seen Avengers at least three times. Avengers was yeah two or two or three. I can't remember for sure. Um, And I went and saw Force Awakens. I think three times. We saw we saw Force (laughs) Awakens. Hey, hey, Scott! You might want to check under your bed, and make sure there's not a balloon. There. I know. <laughs> My goodness! I'll tell you why I saw Force Awakens that many times is because I love the I love the uh, Millennium Falcon um, chase scene, and I wanted to see it on the big screen as many times as I could. Mm-hmm. So for that one scene, I went back and saw it at least one Henry, of those times. Henry and I saw it four times. In the see, there you go. Goodness gracious. Take, take that, cl- clown hater. <laughs> you take it easy, are they? <laughs> All right. Um, I think it's about time for a break. What do you say? Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, let me throw right. in one other one that oh, I, my I saw gosh. several times in the theater. Here we go. And I, and oh, I, yeah. say it, I say it because other people need to watch this movie in case they haven't. And that's The Burbs yeah. from the late 80s. Great movie. That's never got good. its never got its uh, due back, back way back when. Uh, people didn't like it for some reason. And now it's like this big cult class. Everybody loves it. It's highly quotable movie. Hilarious. Uh, probably Tom Hanks last great comedic performance. Yeah. And along with Feldman. I think you could say the great. It was before uh, national lampoons last resort came into his life. So uh, yeah. And Carrie Fisher, uh, Bruce Dern, Bruce Dern is is the absolute thief of the movie, though. Yeah, that's that's your guy right there. All right, well, we're gonna take a break. Uh, we're gonna come back. Among other things, we've got Force Watch results. Mm. So, stay tuned, everybody. You're listening to Talk Art.
All right, welcome back, everybody, to Talk Hard, presented by Walk Softly Films. Guys, the NCAA tournament officially ended for all of us uh, last week, and when our, our beloved Wildcats took a, a bad L to the evil North Carolina Tar Heels. Um, so my favorite sporting event of the year is over, but that just gives me more time to get ready for my second favorite sporting event of the year, which is coming up this weekend, no, WrestleMania, no. boys. Oh, you, you were, were going to try to get some soccer I in there. Was, I didn't even leave you pause. I was going to say the World Cup qualifiers mm-hmm. were last weekend. I didn't – I was confused no, it's, for a second. it's WrestleMania time. Mm-hmm. March Madness is over for us. No more college basketball. WrestleMania. Alan, uh, I told you, man, we should have gotten him out of that cult. <laughs> first time about this. I know it. Um, Todd, I know you're not huge wrestling or never, never really have been. Do you have any, have you watched any WrestleMania ever? I I haven't. Um, but now, I mean, I, I grew up watching that Memphis, mm-hmm. uh, oh, that Memphis, uh, wrestling growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Lance Russell. I, I watched Tojo Yamamoto. Oh yeah. Uh, Tearing it up, yep. and loved it. Absolutely loved it. I, I mean, I watched it every Saturday morning or early afternoon on. It seemed like it was on uh, eighteen channel eighteen or something. Bill Dundee. And I'd watch and it. Yeah. Um, the Mongolian Stomper. Ray Ray Candy. Some guy named Ray Candy. Um, Joe the Duke. I, is it, Rick, yeah. So Rick Flair said, uh, "I just saw." Uh, listen to some interview. I don't know when it was recorded, but they there he was talking about uh, what's the what's the best um, wrestling name ever. And he said, I think it was yeah, I think it was just this week. It was live. It was like on ESPN Radio. And he said the Undertaker had the best name. And for my money, I mean Tojo Yamamoto. That's <laughs> pretty dang good. Oh that's God. pretty good. Yeah, that's really good. And he's one, and and everybody loved him. No, nobody, nobody disliked Tojo. And what was the what was the Russian's name on there? Uh, with the he did the Russian oh, sickle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man. Okay. I, gosh, a... it's not coming. But I, I I religiously watched that show growing up. I don't know when I stopped, but I mean, you know, I watch it after Kukla Fran and Ollie or whatever went off. You know, so. Um, TV was my life. We had, you know, three channels to choose from. It was great. Nikita Koloff. Yes. Yes. What was his name? Nikita Koloff. That's it. Nikita. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, Coco Beware is a pretty good wrestling name. <laughs> yeah, it is. The Birdman. Yeah. <laughs> Coco Beware. Yeah. So, um, Junkyard Dog. and Yeah, it's pretty good, too. So... Scott, you and I have watched several WrestleManias. Do you have a favorite WrestleMania? Do I have a favorite WrestleMania, um, or a, even a moment in general that was that that was that stands out to you? I think my favorite moment from any WrestleMania is gonna was gonna come to us from WrestleMania Seven. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Do you know where I, I, I know the WrestleMania you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, I thought you would. Randy the Macho Man Savage versus none other than the Ultimate Warrior with one of the most hyped entrances of all time. Nothing much better than watching uh, the Warrior run down and pump those ropes. Uh, those two guys in a retirement match. match. Whoever loses, yeah, yeah, yeah. their career is over. Uh, so a lot on the line. And 
the at this time, uh, Randy Savage is the Macho King. He's he's got the Macho King gimmick yeah. going, and uh, Sensational Sherry is is Queen Sherry, and she's his manager at the time. And so they have a big match. Uh, the basically the Warrior wins, and. Sherry, Queen Sherry is none too pleased that uh, Macho Man let her down. So uh, she gets in his face and, and, and gives it to him and starts to wail on him and whatnot. And who should save the day? Sitting in the crowd, Miss Elizabeth comes to the aid of her former husband, clears Sherry right out of there. And the crowd is kind of left to wonder what's going to happen now. The previous, you know, the reason that uh, Elizabeth left him because he didn't treat her very well and whatnot. So, uh, you know, he he's looking at her and he's looking at the crowd and he and he points at her. Nobody knows what's going to happen. And well, then he brings her in, wraps his arms around her. They reconcile right there in the middle of the ring. And so, even though he lost the match, he like gets the big moment, and uh, they reunite and they hug. And then he puts her on his shoulder and he's lifting her hand, you know, like, like he wins. And these people around the ring, they keep showing shots and people are bawling and yeah. crying. crying. Yes, <laughs> and that's what I love about it is like, it's just oh, one man. of those amazing moments. And like, everybody is like just losing their minds and everybody's crying around the ring because of the women and men. <laughs> Yeah, and children. Are crying. Children. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, because Miss Elizabeth has reunited with Randy and uh and he puts it on her shoulder and then and then she she opens the ropes for him like she always did to let him out of the ring because she was his manager. And then he says he waves it off and he says, you know, yeah. no. And then he tells her to back up, and then he opens the ropes for her to walk through and they sh- cut to another sh- woman and she just loses it. <laughs> <laughs> The ultimate act of chivalry. <laughs> so, it was like the greatest moment of her life because Randy and, and uh, Elizabeth had gotten back together. And so that's, it was like genuine emotion from a WrestleMania. Oh, uh, like man. It's insane. And that's why I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. That is pretty good. Um, yeah, man. Randy had some great WrestleMania moments because yes. he also won. One of my favorite WrestleManias is that tournament they had. Like the whole WrestleMania was that tournament for the belt because, um, Ted DiBiase tried to buy the belt from Andre the Giant after he beat Hogan for it. And then, like, he he paid a million dollars for the belt. And Andre the Giant sold it to him. And then the, I guess it was Gorilla Monsoon was the commissioner at the time, said, no, you can't do that. So now the title's vacant. Uh-huh. So then they had the big tournament, the big, I think it was a 14-man tournament. And Randy Savage won that too, which was awesome. I remember going to Tidal Wave and renting that thing all the time to watch that tournament. <laughs> yeah. What, was it on Shundy? It, it, probably not. But <laughs> WrestleMania is going to be on Shundy, so we do do wrestling on Sundays. Um, um, so, yeah, that was good. And then um, at WrestleMania 30, uh, neither one of you all probably know or have you may have heard of, probably don't even know who Daniel Bryan is. Um, but in WrestleMania 30 – if you want to hear this quick little story, um, they brought back Batista at the Royal Rumble and he won the Royal Rumble and won the, the um, chance to fight for the, the championship against Randy Orton and the crowd 
lost their effing minds, <laughs> hating on the whole fact that Batista came back from Hollywood <laughs> and got a title shot at WrestleMania for no reason. And they, man, they just fell in love with Daniel Bryan because he's like five foot nine, two hundred and thirty pounds. He's not in that great of shape, and and like he was super relatable. Um, so anyway, the, like there was such an outcry because of of that thing that Daniel Bryan actually had they worked a whole storyline around him getting a title shot at WrestleMania. Uh, and it was pretty cool. And then he ended up winning, winning the belt. So that, that whole thing was pretty cool. Uh, that the fans outpouring of hatred towards Batista, uh, actually swayed the tide of where they were going to go with that. So, um, do you have a worst moment? That would have to be, uh, one of two, I've got two written down. Uh, one, the same two. one could be from WrestleMania 10 uh, with fake Bill Clinton, who they <laughs> tried to act like was real Bill Clinton. And, that was bad. And put him in skits with Erwin R. Scheister. Like, <laughs> 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 out. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> they were hanging out in the presidential oh. box with, with our Erwin R. Scheister. And... And they made a dude a wrestler's gimmick being a tax collector with the initials IRS. <laughs> That's when wrestling was the best. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then I bet this one's the same, and it comes from WrestleMania 23. When oh. our president of these United States <laughs> was in uh. WrestleMania. And shaved Vince's head. And a haircut match with Vince. <laughs> a haircut match. Do you remember that in that WrestleMania, they actually, like, Vince was, they said he was the CEO of uh, the WWE, and that when they introduced Donald Trump, they said future president of the United States, like as a joke? Uh, yeah, I'd heard somebody talk, say that. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> It really is, and so uh, yeah. If anybody doesn't know, uh, Donald Trump was in WrestleMania 23, and if you, I'm sure everybody knows it by now. But if you don't, look it up. Yeah, it's, it's your president. <laughs> shaved Vince's head in the ring. <laughs> um, my two were. Um, one of them was the main event of WrestleMania two, was Bam Bam Bigelow versus Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> yeah, was that just that's? Is that WrestleMania two? That was two. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I think so. And then um, the other one was in WrestleMania 1. So they really didn't get off to a hot start. WrestleMania 1, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper and Mr. T boxed. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty rough. Yeah, it's really rough. R- Rowdy always wanted to box people. Yeah, he did. He really did. The, and the back, that was also uh, WrestleMania was the Hollywood backlot brawl. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it was really rough. Yes, that was with Gold Dust, right? Yes. Yeah, that WrestleMania was actually pretty decent. But uh, what do you think over there, Todd? <laughs> Man, I, I, that's probably my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania 2's main event was uh, Hogan and King Kong Bundy. So let me see. I'm thinking, yeah, I think it had to be a lot later for, for LT. Because I can remember the their suits in my head, and I'm thinking that was probably closer to around like 11 Gosh. or something. The rest, man, I just, uh, my WrestleManias are all jumbled up in my brain. What's going on? I know. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. 
Uh, let's, let's see. I'm going to look it up. It was 11. Maybe I saw the 11 and wrote down two because I thought they were doing the, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. the Roman numerals. So, because that's what they usually do. So, yeah, 11. You nailed it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a pretty bad main event. Bam Bam versus Lawrence Taylor. All right. I think that's enough wrestling talk. Um, so, you're oh, all going to keep going. You're all going to come and uh, just, just, just uh, uh, throwing it out there again. Are you all going to come and uh, partake of a little greatest show on earth? I don't, I don't the, think I can pull that the, off. The great... <laughs> you're, you're not going to come and watch the showcase of the immortals with me? Maybe if I didn't have Sophie, and maybe if I lived in Danville, I would probably. She can come. <laughs> and I know for a fact you've been up way later to watch WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's what did me in. <laughs> oh, that man. night just ruined all WrestleManias forevermore. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember which WrestleMania it was. Probably around '99. But just a little backstory on that, if if you all want to hear it. Um, we we were all said this is when Scott and I were were into it hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Um, and WrestleMania was coming on. I had already ordered the pay-per-view from, uh, from Time Warner Cable. We were going to go get together and watch it. And like, what, 20 minutes before it started, the cable went out. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we scrambled and tried to figure out a way we could watch it and, and couldn't get the cable back up and all that. So we decided they always did like a replay right after. <laughs> if you ordered it, then you could watch the, you know, you could watch the replay or you could order the replay if you wanted to. So we decided, like, this thing <laughs> ran from 7 o'clock till 11 o'clock at night, and we decided to go to my parents' house <laughs> at 11 o'clock at night, get on their satellite, and watch from 11, <laughs> and it was a four-hour show, until 3 o'clock in the morning, WrestleMania. So, it's probably the worst decision I've ever made in my whole life. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, man, that was really, really a bad decision. Uh, and it wasn't even that good of a WrestleMania, if I remember right. No. Um, of course, at that point, we were so jaded. Like, nothing could have happened that would have yeah. made us been like, oh, totally worth it. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, WrestleMania. Um, come, Guys, come watch it, please. <laughs> Tom will do how, it. How, He's got how, no excuse. How, coinc- how coincidental is it, though, uh, that Time Warner loses signal to mm-hmm. for example wrestlemania mm-hmm. um time or whatever it was at the time it was before it was time warner it was um uh, uh intermedia or um frontier vision or whatever mm-hmm. um the night of the seinfeld finale mm-hmm. the, our cable goes out and i'm taping it because we're playing at lexington avenue Baptist Church basketball Thursday night. (laughs) Uh, The hour and a half finale uh, of Seinfeld comes on. Starts out, the first 30 minutes is like a a best of clip show from other, you know, from all all the seasons put together. And probably, I think it's like 10 minutes in, the signal goes out. Mm. The cable completely goes out. And then it comes back on with 10 minutes left of the show. Um, coincidence? <laughs> I don't know. And they, they, they've gone off several times when there's been UK basketball games on. 
wow. the, the cable's law, the cable's gone out or that particular channel's gone out. So I'm sorry. I don't buy that. I don't buy it at all. I worked there. Never happened when I worked there. Todd's got yeah, a lot of, a lot of access to grind with, with really cable does. companies. Yeah. I got a lot of free pay-per-view movies when you worked there. <laughs> I enjoyed that time. Hey, you know what? Somebody, somebody needed to, somebody needed to watch those PPVs. <laughs> Well, I did. You probably watched the air up there like a hundred times. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not going to. Cool runnings. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not going to shy away from it. They were all free. Who cares? <laughs> we pay for them. All right, everybody. We didn't get to uh, force watch on this episode because I yammered too long about pro wrestling. So I'm sorry. But we will play the game on the next episode. Uh, and we'll have. Lots of other goodies for you guys. So, mm. um, I know everybody likes the sound of that sound of goodies mm. from the Walk Softly Boys. So, uh, with that, I think we're going to sign off and uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for sharing. Uh, hopefully, the numbers will continue uh, trending upwards, and we appreciate it. So, for Scott Stafford, for Todd Sheen, this is Alan Martin reminding you to walk softly and talk hard. Well, I hope you come to see me in the then I know that you will plainly see the biggest fool that's ever hit the big time, and all I gotta do is act naturally.